Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and Dave Davies from beanstalkseo.com. Uh, welcome to our show this week. It's going to be a fun one this week. A little bit controversial, a little bit relaxed, um, depending on which segment you're listening to. Dave, it's so hard to take this like industry seriously when it is so... <laughs> bloody gorgeous outside just near <laughs> meters away from where i'm sitting i know it's it's torture to have to look out the window and uh and yet sit at a computer yeah man oh man um for people who don't know it dave and i live up in canada and these really beautiful gorgeous days are few and fleeting and when we actually have them there's nothing better than going outside and spending like the entire day outside but you really can't do that when you work on computers because like you know, extension cords aren't that long, and the Wi-Fi signals aren't that long, and it's a total <laughs> bummer. Speaking of total bummers, <laughs> hey, guess what I got? I got, I got, I got a new toy today. <laughs> I, I was digging through um through old boxes in my closet, right? And I came across this Christmas card that Yahoo sent me on. Oh, there it goes again. Um, that that they sent me like in 2005 to promote the the Yahoo Publisher Network. <laughs> ah. and, um, and there's there's just so much fun Yahoo stuff to talk about that I couldn't help but drag out this old card and just gonna do that every once in a while to torment myself and the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume that uh, you've got some other news for us on uh, on the Yahoo front. Speaking of interesting cards that you got many moons ago. Uh, well, I don't know if this is interesting news or not, but we're going to talk about it anyway because it's really stupid. You know how we just love stupid things? Yep. Stupid things are kind of like shiny when you're talking about Yahoo. It's the only shiny <laughs> thing there right now. Um, brilliant. <laughs> Yahoo is being pursued by Microsoft again. Everybody knows that. Now, hey. apparently, over the last couple of weeks, Carl Icahn has been having meetings with Steve Ballmer trying to get the wholesale debacle online again, you know, trying to say, hey, uh, Steve, just, you know, give us a public show of support, and if you do that, I'll be able to get my slate in on the Yahoo board. We'll fire everybody who's there now. We'll sell you the company. Uh, yeah, Microsoft can walk off with the search, the search division. I'll walk off with the content network, and we'll all make a whole bunch of money which, you know, nobody believes anyway. <laughs> but that's the, that's the goal, it seems. Well, to defend themselves against this, the, the, the brilliant guys sitting on the Yahoo board have come out with a letter to their shareholders, and in that letter, they state straight out that they'd be willing to sell to Microsoft at $33 a share. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, um... My head hurts. My head feels like it's going to explode. Whenever I think of anything Yahoo, for some reason, my head just starts really hurting. And now I was uh, trolling around the, the uh, UK news yesterday. We have a MetaMen has a number of clients in the UK, so I spend a lot of time on uh, UK news sites and on, uh, on UK search engines. And I was trolling through Yahoo News yesterday. And um, anyone who's listening, uh, check out the Webmaster Radio chat room. I'm throwing a URL in there because you guys, you guys just got to see this image. It's, uh, it's just too much. And for those of you who are listening by podcast and aren't able to go check out the uh, Webmaster Radio chat room right now, I'm, what I'm uh, what I put up there was a link to a blog post I wrote yesterday in which I include an image that Yahoo is using as an advertisement um, at Yahoo News UK. What you see is sort of like a small square background, three inch by three inch. Um, get the name you've always wanted at ymail.com. Get yours now. And at the, the very bottom, there's a little purple square which reads, Yahoo! Exclamation mark. Aren't things brilliant? 
<laughs> now, they're not saying aren't things brilliant as a question. It's more of a statement. And there's a, a bunch of things about this that really bugged me. And I mean, this is just so Yahoo. And I love Yahoo. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, re- I really love Yahoo. But they're just anno- annoying me so much that I can't help but like take, a, take repeated folks at them. <laughs> there is, um, um, I mean, just a, things aren't brilliant. Number one, like things are not brilliant for yeah, hooligans. It's it's absurd to even imagine things are brilliant. But the thing that bugs me most about this is why mail. Why why mail, Dave? Like oh, seriously, is there a creative bone left in their bodies? <clears throat> no. <laughs> if if you want a flat answer, I mean that's just I don't know. I think they're in a weird way, obviously trying to go with some familiarity. Google had Gmail, and so we should have why mail. Well. That makes no logical sense because if people are familiar with Gmail, chances are they're using it. And if Yahoo thinks they're going to come up with a service that can beat Google in this space, it's just not going to happen. So, well, especially with the name of why mail. I mean, like, like your competitor is eating your lunch, and it's eating your lunch so badly that you need to get in bed with with said competitor just so you can get a, a couple of bites of their lunch, right? Yeah. And so now. You love them so much. You know, you know they, they say that partners start to look alike. You know, like people look like their pets. Um, yeah. Well, it looks like the sort of reverse sort of thing is happening here where um, Yahoo just so badly, badly, badly wants to look like Google. They're willing to, well, go out of their way to look like Google. Yeah. God, it's just, uh, I, <laughs> uh, you know what? The only saving grace to this could be somebody working either for Yahoo's uh ad agency or for Yahoo themselves has a fine sense of irony. And if that's the case, <laughs> then I think the ad truly is brilliant. <laughs> right, but not serving the purpose that I'm sure the folks at Yahoo uh, head office are really intending. O-M-F-N-G. I mean, it's just too much. I uh, Okay, you know what? I'm done with that because my my, my head is just is bleeding now. I can't handle that. Um, but I want to I make a couple shout-outs. I want to... Uh, we got to move along quickly. We have an action-packed show today. Our first guest is Edward Lewis um, from SEO Consultants. And anyone who's familiar with Spin.com might, uh, well, might remember the last couple of weeks, Edward's been doing some experiments at Spin, and he's uncovered quite a bit of spam. We're going to get to Edward in just a moment. Um, our second guest, uh, to round out the hour later on, is going to be Katie Donovan from the Semple Institute talking about uh, a number of the initiatives Semple has going, moving towards the large conference happening uh, mid-next month in San Jose, SES San Jose. But you know what? Next week, there's there's a smaller but equally interesting conference happening in San Francisco, um, SMX Local Mobile, July 24th and 25th in San Francisco. Anyone who's into the search space has to be interested in local and has to be interested in mobile search. They are the they are where our market's going, and um, the fine folks at Third Door Media are holding the show next week, SMX Local Mobile. If you haven't signed up for it yet, and you find yourself on the coast, try to find yourselves in San Francisco. It's absolutely worth That's going to be a great show. Um, Searching Strategies, August 18th to August 22nd in San Jose, California, the granddaddy of search engine shows. And this is going to be a really special one. This is, there's over 70 different sessions that are happening um, Three Orion or two Orion sessions, the SES awards, and uh, a live moniker domain auction. Wednesday, August twentieth. Come to Search Bash. Every large, every large conference, Webmaster Radio throws a party for all of our friends, all of our peeps in the search in the search marketing industry. This year's Search Bash is going to be bigger, better, more brilliant than ever. Yeah, Dave, I said our peeps. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it just sort of came out. Dave, Dave, Dave's teasing me via instant message. Oh, you try talking for a while, brother. See how you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what? I, I Pardon me? No, none of this is scripted. We just make it up as we go along, right? We sure do. Um, I, you know what? I am, I'm I'm going to jump in for, for about 30 seconds because there's just some, some humorous news over at Google that i, I got to jump in with. You invited me to, to do some speaking, so i, I got to do this. Um, Google Trends gets hacked again. I don't know if you uh, you know about the first one. Second one just got hacked. And the top uh, search in the trend, you know, I, I sometimes have clients listening to this. I always try and watch my language, but i, I got to make a quote here. Uh, the top search in Google Trends was... Upside down, so we know this is a, a hacked sort of issue. 
the top listed thing was uh, was fuck you Google uh, upside down in Google Trends. Uh, well, so sorry, just I, just got to note that out. You know, Yahoo. There, Dave. <laughs> what, did, what did it say? Uh, I'll just switch that to uh, well. It, it said "fuck you, Google." Now, Upside down. I, I saw the swastika, and I understand that had something to do with Chinese characters. Um, being mm. used, it's a, it's a, it had to do with Chinese characters and the Chinese media. But how did an upside down "fuck you, Google" get into Google Trends? That's a very good question. Um, now I was popping it, and this sort of we'll get to chat with our our next guest. And of course, I was uh, looking at uh, Spin. It was where I went because I was looking them up for for something else. You know, our next guest uh, popped into there, took a look around, uh, found a tool to flip the text. So great, uh, you know, big. Thanks to Chris Winfield, who posted uh, a tool where you can go to, <laughs> to flip text. Um, but. Uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I have no idea how that one was pulled. You know, I'm not in the in the hobby of, of trying to hack Google Trends, so it's not really my forte. But but uh, definitely an interesting thing and another uh, another little black eye for our friends at Google. Well, you know, you give the people the tools to give you a black eye with, they're going to use them. Yep, give somebody a macro, they're going to hit you across the face with it. But if somebody will. Speaking of black eyes. And this is, this, is, this is a weird story. I, you know what? I can't say I fully understand this myself, but our next guest, Edward Lewis, has been doing the experiments, has the data, has the screenshots, has the numbers to prove his point. Spin, S-P-H-I-N-N.com, is probably the most popular social media site in the search marketing industry. Enormously helpful. Um, staffed by Danny Sullivan and crew. Um, and uh, uh, what's incredibly popular, Spin over the last year, year and a half, it's, it's been about a year and a half now, I think, has uh, really managed to, to raise the bar on uh, social networking inside the search marketing community. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever you introduce uh, a tool for search marketers to use, <laughs> they're going to go out of their way to use it to the best of their abilities. And sometimes... People abuse the tools that they're given, and Edward Lewis of SEO Consultants and Page One Results has been doing a uh, a study of how people use and abuse Spin.com. I read some of the some of an extremely long post he has put up at SEO Consultants Spin slash Spam, and I'm just putting the URL into the Webmaster Radio chat room. And uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. I'd like to welcome Edward Lewis from SEO Consultants to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Edward, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now, why don't, would you be able to just give our listeners a bit of a background on what, what is the story here? What are you looking into? Well, uh, in June of 2008, I decided to retire my responsibilities as moderator at Webmaster World after seven years. I wanted to kind of get out and do some things on my own. And some of these things that I may be getting into, I didn't want to be associated with a quality resource like Webmaster World. It's like, you know, that's Edward. Let him do his thing. He'll take the heat by himself. Um, I just want to make sure that Everyone knows that this is something I'm doing on my own. And what I I had decided that I was going to get my feet wet and, and jump over to the social media side um, because this was the first time that I had been outside of a structured quality environment like Webmaster World. Um, so I jumped over to spin one day, and I believe it was on a weekend. In fact, it was a Sunday morning, and I'm an early riser, and I typically like to see what the latest is. So my first destination was the What's New list at spin, which is the upcoming. And at 5 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday... That what's new list looked like a guest book from the 90s. I mean, it was just, it was horrid. I have screenshots. I mean, I believe there are 25 
what's new topics that will show at once on that page, and then it goes into a pagination. And of the 25, 60% of them were spam. Okay, now, now this happened when you were logging in on a weekend morning. You, I, I, I was just at Spin Now, and I wouldn't say 25% of the What's Hot list is spam. Or, I'm sorry, oh, no, this, of the What's you're hot in the, spam. this is the prime selling time. Okay. And typically, at this time, spinners are awake. Um, the spin crowd is an 8 to 5 crowd, pretty much. Come evenings, there's a few quality spinners there. But at midnight, I think they just disappear. And that's when the fun starts. Okay, so what kind of fun is going on um, between, I guess, uh, 11 p.m. and 7 a.m.? Oh, I'd say that there was quite a bit of automated activity taking place. Um, I'm going to assume there's some sort of software being used to auto-vote topics on the What's New list. Um, I kind of tripped up that whole process by doing some things that I would normally do in a webmaster world environment, which is to make comments on topics. Not to just sit there and spin something and make it go hot and it shows zero comment. It's like, how does this happen? How does a topic go hot and not have any comment? If I'm submitting a topic to spin, I'm going to read that destination that I'm submitting because I'm going to make sure that I'm submitting a quality story. That's the purpose of that whole outlet, I think. It's about quality. It's about signal. And we lost that. I mean, the whole signal in this industry has somewhat disappeared. There are a few resources now that have become the beacon for the industry. Webmaster World is one of them. Um, Search Engine Land is another. You know, I have great respect for everyone at Search Engine Land and Spin. This is not something that they are behind. I'm more apt to believe that the platform they're on has some major vulnerabilities. Now, they're using the Plague platform, which is used for a number of, uh, of social media sites like this. I haven't gone any further than Spin. <laughs> I mean, when I said get my feet wet, I didn't realize, you know, I'm going to use a fish analogy here. It's like, okay, you take this freshwater fish out of a pristine lake and just throw it into, you know, a saltwater sewage runoff, because um, that's what it felt like. I, it's like I call it social media hell. That's what that what's new list is. Late at night, early morning hours, and on the weekends, oh, that's when it's really fun. And I spell that P-H-U-N-N. But now, isn't this pretty much a self-regulating system? I mean, the the problem arises because the people with let's let's call it in, in this context influence the people that are going to be pushing things up to the first page, the people that are actually going to be reading, posting real information. They're all asleep. They're not reading. These are like the main SEO, you know, in a lot of cases, the main SEO bloggers, the main S, you know people with uh, who are active in the SEO community. They're not there. Nobody's really reading this what's new list at that point. Once the people that do have influence are reading the list, they're posting their own stuff that's of real news. So isn't it sort of a a self-regulating kind of situation? It's, It's set up that way. The problem is I don't think, I believe the what's new has gotten so far out of hand that few of the quality spinners will visit that list in its default sort. They know that there's problems there, and they just, you know, it's been an ongoing reply from the spin staff that there, there's a reported spam link, and they've you know turned it up a little bit to where it now takes three unique spins or reported spam clicks for that to go off the what's new list. No one's using it. Well, there are a few people using it, but not enough. When you look at the volume of spinners that are there, and then you look at the what's new list and you wonder, why did this stay here for an hour? And all these other stories are being spun, etc. I just, I'm, I don't quite understand that yet. Now, we need a, it's, 
it's a very useful resource, and, and admittedly, there are there are some problems. Of course, there's problems with with every source. Uh, I think it's a, a great resource for SEOs to have some sort of social media network, really just just geared for us. Um, I, I do see what you're saying. There are some problems with spamming. Of course, there's going to be in, in any in any situation like this. What do you see as a solution to this? I mean, certainly Dig has, every social media network has it. What is a, a possible solution for, for Sven uh, in dealing with this issue? The first suggestion I would make is that they pre-mod the what's new list. I mean, that stuff should never even make it live to start getting indexed. I mean, when a, when a topic goes on that what's new list, the plate platform has some major duplication issues. So a topic goes live, and within, I'm going to say within a minute, Googlebot has indexed it. And Googlebot has indexed at a minimum of six entrance points for that topic. Six minimum. Um, I was able to, in a period of seven days, with all my activity, if you search Google right now for spin.com and then my username, page one results, you'll see that there's close to 1,800 results for my username. I'll admit I was active, not that active. <laughs> and what, what's happening here is an entire cross-referencing of duplication that's occurring. Um, Googlebot has already marked that upcoming list as untrusted. If you try to search for anything from there, within the last 24 hours or the last week. Last time I checked, I didn't see any activity there. <laughs> but there's five other entrance points that Google is actively indexing. So even though that what's new list may be off the radar for the bot, it's getting it in other areas. So clearly there's a reason, there's reason that people are posting to this, even if they're going to be removed um, hours later. Absolutely. Now, the solution would be that is that the spinners need to get involved at that what's new list. If they're going to continue to let that stuff go without pre-mod, someone needs to be there 24-7, 365. They need to give the power to the spinners to, to just delete that stuff immediately. Forget the whole three-click roll. Just get it off the board. Hey, Edward, my perspective. Edward, we have to ask you to stick around for a few moments because I'm getting a message from the studio. We have to go take a break. Okay. Um, friends, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. You're listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Hello, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. 
WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Marketing to women expert Maria Rechan will untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. Purse Strings with Maria Rechan. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, friends, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metaben.com and Dave Davies from beanstalkseo.com. It is July the 17th, and we're joined by Edward Lewis from SEO Consultants. We're talking a little bit about um, an issue of rampant spam he's found at Spin. Um, now, Edward, we had just gotten to cover why people would... Uh, would throw up material they know is going to get removed within hours to spin. Um, clearly, it gets them indexed in Google quickly. What I'm curious now um, is the volume of stuff that you're seeing. On the weekends, the volume is very high, and it depends. Actually, early Sunday morning, I'd say, was the extremely high volume time. Um, typically, that's when most are still going to be sleeping. And again, the spinners are pretty much an eight to five crowd within their time zones. So those that are abusing the board know the best times to hit it. So these, these people have experimented over the over the year or so, and uh, they've come up with their best recipe for using this tool to promote themselves. Well, I wouldn't say to promote, you know, I don't want to look at this from the promotional, the people that are promoting themselves, because Spin allows that, so that wasn't really the issue. It was more of the, the just pure crap that hits that board that has no reason to be there. Um, there's so much of that that the people promoting themselves, that's a small fraction. I mean, that's part of Spin. They're there to promote. And quality promotion, great, but some of the stuff that's over there, and it's, again, there's a lot of quality stuff over there, but it's getting buried in certain sections. There's layers that are just being either abused or ignored, or they just can't deal with it because of technical restrictions. And I fully understand that. I mean, I feel for them. As I understand it, you were banned yesterday by spin. Is that correct? I was banned at midnight last night, I think, um, was when they pulled the trigger. And I, I have no qualms with that. I respect Rob Carey. Um, we've been in this industry for quite some time, although I've never met Rob personally. Um, I was pretty brutal with some of my responses, but I remain diplomatic, and I... I posted a lot of quality content in the time I was there. Um, it wasn't like I was there on a crusade or anything. I was on the What's New list. That was fine. That actually broke the monotony of my day. <laughs> it's just, you know, Edward, wake up, let's visit the What's New list. What's happening today? And I'm an early riser, so I got to see a good portion of it. I mean, I'm pretty much three in the morning until nine at night. Now, would you share? Would you share your findings with these guys? Would you share your findings with Third Door or with Rob and try try to help them work the problem out? I've kind of been sharing some of them, um, unfortunately, at the public level, and some of the abusers are reading my posts because they've picked up on a few things, and I've noticed in the last couple of days that they're experimenting with those, and it's working for them. Oh, <laughs> so basically, your experiments, your 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 experiments are now uh, being used by the bad guys to well, spin, spin. I don't want to say bad guys. I'm not into that whole black hat, white hat thing. These people are just abusing the system, you know. And there are even some 
top spinners that might be involved there. And I'm not going to name any names. It's obvious when you go to the most spins area and view by order, there's some automated activity going there. Now, when you say automated activity, what do you mean exactly? Well, I kind of labeled it a spin bot. Um, I've been in there, and I've tripped up a couple of them just because of my how I would normally act at Webmaster World or interact with the system by responding and quoting, etc. Um, I don't think the Plig platform was ready for that or that these spin bots were programmed to deal with that. Because one evening or one morning Sunday, one of my really active mornings, I think I despun upwards of 30 or 40 submits on the What's New page. In that process, I started seeing spins coming back. Everything I was zeroing out was coming back to one. It's like, why is that happening? So I look to see who spun it, and it's like, you know, I have a lot of respect for that name. Why are they spinning this? So some backtracking, some time frames, and sure enough, I mean, when you have someone who's averaging 30 sp 36 spins a day, every hour on the hour for 24 hours a day sometimes, there's something up. So in my de-spinning process and then commenting to those topics that I de-spun, which the system wasn't ready for, um, the bots got tripped up and thought, ah, oh, valid spin, let's spin it. It was an interesting Edward. process, to say the least. Undoubtedly. Edward, there's so much more we'd, we'd like to dig into this, but unfortunately we're out of time in the segment. Um, okay. I noticed that you're... Uh, I noticed that you've got uh, up at um, uh, SEO Consultants, you have part one of what looks like it's going to be a much longer article. When does uh, part two come up? I'm going to be working over on it over the weekend, in the next week. I mean, I have hundreds of saved text files from Google Index results, specific search queries, um, there's some really nasty stuff that resides at another layer that they, they need to investigate immediately. And it all has to do with their submit PHP function. Well, I hope that they can look at it, and I hope we can get into that in the future. Unfortunately, we have to let you go now. We have uh, Katie Donovan from the Semple Institute who's been patiently waiting on the phone for about 15 minutes now. But on behalf of uh, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, um, Edward Lewis from SEO Consultants, thank you so much for taking time on Webology. Thank you for having me this morning. Thanks. Friends, that was Edward Lewis, um, founder and president of SEO the SEO Consultants directory. He's been doing a bit of digging around spin.com, and if uh, anybody's interested in seeing his results, you can find them at seoconsultants.com slash spin slash spam. That's S-P-H-A-M-M. Shifting gears, we're, uh, we have our second guest who's ready to come on, Katie Donovan from the Sempo Institute. Um, bit of background on the Sempo Institute. They're probably the only of the, the public um, search marketing certificate courses that has really, really taken off. Um, there's, there's also Search Engine College run by Kalinda Jordan in New Zealand. It's, it's done quite well as well. But one that seems to have captured a lot of people's imaginations has been the Sempo Institute. Um, well, Katie Donovan is the Director of Sales for the Sempo Institute, and we welcome her to Webcology. Katie, welcome here. Oh, well, thank you for having me. So, just for a little bit of background for the audience, what is the Sempo Institute, and, and, and what's the Institute's mission? The Institute is actually the career development uh, arm of SEMPO, Search Engine Marketing Professionals Organization. We came into being because search professionals are saying there's not enough people who we can hire. We need to start training more people. So volunteers of SEMPO started SEMPO Institute about two years ago. And our goal is to help train the current people in the industry who need a little more information and help broaden the people who can actually come and work in the industry. 
how many how, how many people do you think have gone through the institute uh, in the last in the last couple of years? Oh, uh, we start our first course came out in January of two thousand and seven, and we've had over nine hundred people enrolled in the courses. And what are the courses exactly? If if if, if I was to enroll in in uh, one or more of the courses, what would I be getting? Well, we have three different courses. The first one is called Insider's Guide to Search Marketing. I refer to it as the first one because we assume absolutely no knowledge in search marketing. Yet we have a lot of people with previous experience take that course as well and find nuggets of information they didn't know. Then we have, and that course covers both organic and paid search. Then we have two advanced courses, one specifically on organic advanced SEO and the other one advanced search advertising on the paid side. Uh, completing any of the courses successfully would get you a certificate of completion, uh, electronic and hard copy. And by successful completion, I mean passing each of the tests within the course with a 75 or higher grade. And we typically have about 14 lessons and tests in each course. Now, SEO changes fairly rapidly. Uh, the, the, the field changes rapidly, the environment changes, practices changes. Um, how often are, are your lesson plans updated? We have audits twice a year. So formal, page-by-page, review everything in there twice a year. But then we're also ad hoc as information is known, we'll go in and make changes. So you, we actually will change our copyright date based on the month of the last. We put a revision, so the last month we've touched it. You can see by the month the last update in each course. Who writes the courses? Who writes, who writes uh, the syllabus for each, for each seminar or for each course? Well, we've had over 35 uh, search professionals write our courses to date. It's really been a very collaborative approach. We wanted to not have one or two people's perception or version of what works well for them and their clients, but really get to the point where there's some best practices. And with 35 different authors, that was able to help there. Plus, we had people who reviewed, peer-reviewed, all the courses, so a whole other group of search professionals, all of them associated with SEMPO. Now, the SEMPO Institute, is that directly related to SEMPO, or is that run at an arm's length from the organization? Well, we run it with its own budget and whatnot, um, but we... It's, there's not a Chinese wall. <laughs> we are very much aware. I, I utilize the marketing for people from Sempo. Today I was on a call with one of the board members from Sempo. So we are always in touch. Well, and I also noticed that two of the board members of Sempo, um, uh, uh, Pruitt and Todd, are also sit on the board of, uh, of, of the Sempo Institute. They're very involved in Sempo Institute, that's correct. Now, can you give us any ideas as to what, like, uh, knowing that you focus the courses on organic and on the on the paid side, um, what are you trying to get across? What are the, the main philosophies? Let's let's focus on, on organic, just for, for argument's sake right now, because these are two very broad areas. What are these courses covering when it gets into the organic side of things? Well, it's covering everything from the foundation Keywords, copywriting, the you know how does a search engine work, why search marketing, and goes into some of the innovations going on, social media, things like that. Well, newer aspects of search, mobile. So it kind of covers the gamut. In 14 lessons, we had a lot we could cover. Now, how do you get into such broader? Like, let's take a look at, and I'm sure they're they're included as well as something like link building. Um, yes. The approach you take, do you take a, a broad sort of, I, I know you're taking it from, from multiple sources or, or the information that's being compiled in there. Um, do you tend to take a, a broad approach and take a look at everything that's in there or take a look at what is common now to be considered the best practices and, and sort of focus the information towards uh, towards that side of things? Well, in both of our courses, 
Insider's Guide and Advanced SEO, we cover linking. So using that as an example. So in the Insider's Guide lesson on linking, it's not as in-depth as the advanced course, which has much more um, possibilities of how you can link and, and more examples of what you can do for getting linking, if that helps. Mm-hmm. Kind of describe the difference between the two. Okay, if we can get you to stick around for a few minutes. I'm getting message from studio. We have to take another commercial break. I guess someone's got to pay the bills around here. Um, friends, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around. We're coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you've got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Next, with our lean and mean team. How can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? DMX has media We can select our own advertising banning profile so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one set, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. This is Rainmaker. How did you get into this? You didn't just wake up one morning and go, I want to become a club passer. I learned when I was about 13 and learned how to juggle three balls and just thought, this is the greatest thing. He's over here dying. Age 13 and juggling balls. It's, uh, it's everything. I don't know about it. I'm growing up. <laughs> She's killing me here. Rainmaker. Live broadcast Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Raw demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Domain Masters. I am the master of my domain. Ask my wife. Domain Masters. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. We're welcome back to Webcology for Thursday, July the seventeenth, two thousand and eight. Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. We're joined by Katie Donovan from the Simple Institute.com. Uh, Sorry about that break, Katie. That's just the the fun of live commercial radio. Um, 
had a couple. More, we have a couple more questions about Sempo, just to move towards the end of the show, um, or the Sempo Institute. What would you say the greatest value for taking these certificate courses are? The greatest value, from my perspective, is really the knowledge whether or not you are going to be a hands-on practitioner or you're managing the overall marketing program and hiring uh, an agency or consultant or an internal employee to do the actual work. The more you understand how search marketing is affecting your whole overall marketing program, is the better any company can perform and reach their actual final goal. Generating some kind of profit, I would assume, would be the final goal for most companies. With search growing so quickly, Sempo does their annual research, and every five years, search marketing is doubling in the volume that's being spent. Um, There's really such a huge demand for people who understand this, whether web designer, copywriter, search professional, that it's really touching more and more careers. So to help in this economy that's not the best in the world, to help strengthen your current role within a company or to give you new job opportunities, that to me is the best part of Sempo. It's an industry growing, and the Institute can help you get into it. Well, okay, I think you, I think you just nailed a, uh, a, really, important, a really important fact. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the front page of the Sempo Institute web, uh, website. And uh, it notes that search by uh, 2011 is going to be an $18.6 billion industry. Um, the more training in the industry, the better. Now, one of the directions the industry has been going in the last couple of years is the growth of in-house SEO teams. And I'm curious if the Semple Institute has any discounts or deals or um, in, uh, incentives for large in-house teams. We actually do have volume discounts as well as discounts for Sempo members. Um, So we're able to assist for larger companies as well as smaller individual companies who are Sempo members. There's anywhere from a 5% discount up to a 30% discount that people can qualify for. And Do do you find that uh, in-house teams are signing up for the Institute to to get their, their staff trained? We definitely are having that. I recently pulled some numbers together for our operations manager, and we thought it was going to be more agencies than non than in-house teams purchasing um, in volume, and it ended up just by a small number, but it was heavier on the in-house teams purchasing in volume than agencies. Now, most universities, colleges, or, or post-secondary institutions will give their graduates, um, I don't know, some, some form of career counseling or help in, uh, in establishing their careers. Does the Semple Institute have, have any programs or any, uh, well, I don't know, uh, support for, for graduates? We don't have any real formal program as of yet, um, but it is something I was actually in discussions with our marketing manager yesterday on on a couple of potential programs. In an ad hoc manner, though, we do have our local SEMPO groups that you can anyone can attend. They're typically open to the general public to help with networking, as well as anyone can feel free to contact me directly. I'm always filling in some blanks about the industry and opportunities and directing people to our job board, which actually is open to anyone. If you go to sempo.com slash jobs, you'll see openings within Sempo member companies, both in-house and agencies. Speaking of filling in blanks, I just, uh, as, as we were speaking, I just jumped over to the Sempo Institute Search Engine Marketing Quiz. Now, is this quiz indicative of some of the questions one would answer from uh, uh, in the courses? Yes, it is. Okay, so if anyone if anyone is looking at the uh, Webmaster Radio chat room, I'm just dropping the link to the Temple Institute quiz into the chat room. Um, and I'm just going to ask a quick question. This is actually this is a question for fellow SEO Dave Davies. 
So, Dave, a major oh, no. search engine is to deliver A, a good user experience, B, quality anchor text, C, dupe content, or D, 404 errors. Okay, sorry, what was the first part of the question? Well, what's the major objective for search engines, uh, a ser- for a search engine to deliver is A, good user experience, B, well, there quality you go. anchor text, C, duplicate content, or D, 404 errors? It's the user experience. <laughs> Easy. Of My course. Answer would have been it depends on the search engine. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, you know what? I'm getting a, yet another message from Studio. Uh, we are almost out of time. We have a uh, USA Radio Network uh, news broadcast to come up, and the uh, 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 the affiliate show, Linda Woods Affiliate Show, is coming up directly after ours. Um, Katie Donovan from the Semple Institute. You, you guys are obvious. You guys are going to be at um, SCF San Jose. Is that is that right? Yes, we will be there with many different things going on. Um, but the thing that's new for us at this SES is we will actually be doing a track of training on the training day, the final day, uh, Friday, August twenty second. Excellent. So, so we're very excited about doing that. And we can expect to see you and the ever gracious dean of the Semple Institute, uh, Terry Plank. We will both be there. Terry actually actively t- training, and I'll just be sitting in the background letting the professionals do the training. Well, um, Katie Donovan from the Sempo Institute, and again, that's Sempo, S-E-M-P-O, institute.com. Katie, thank you so much for taking time on Webmaster Radio today. Oh, well, thank you very much. I truly enjoyed this. Friends, that Bye-bye. Was Katie, that was Katie Donovan, um, sales director for the Sempo Institute. And Dave, we've um, we've we've pretty much rounded out a whole new hour. Um, you want you want, we got a, we got a couple minutes left. You want to do one more question? Sure, let's do another question. Okay, I'm just going to choose one at random here. This is question number nine. Which of the following steps should be implemented when attempting to make dynamic pages more search friendly? So again, which of the following steps do you have to implement when attempting to make dynamic pages more search friendly? A Create open templates that allow a lot of variation among different pages. B, plan out your URL structure. C, build in some structural linking hierarchy. Or D, all of the above. I got to go with all of the above on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But if I had to to pick one thing, I'd say plan your URL structure because everything else kind of falls into place after that. Yeah, I was trying to fake you out with that question. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Okay, we gotta go. We've uh, we've burned through fifty-five minutes in our thirty in our usually thirty-minute-long program. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for tuning in, and stick around with the network. We got some great content coming up here on WebmasterRadio.fm. See you next week, folks. <laughs>